Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car, because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving. You know what else you don't see? My girlfriend who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. And hey, you know what else you don't see? You don't see me leaving for work in the morning because I missed so much time with court and everything that I got fired. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me again this morning on Next on the T. We are brought to you today by the great folks over at the French Lick Resort, the World Golf Village, the Leather Shop, the PGA Tour Superstore, the Bobby Jones Company, and our good friends at Frogger Golf as well. And if you haven't been on FroggerGolf.com lately, go check out their wonderful array of products. I can't brag enough about their accessories like the amphibian towel that won the best new product award at the PGA merchandise show back in 2009 and their new catch latch technology that easily and securely attaches and releases from your golf bag. You can put on amphibian towel, your brush pro uh, club cleaner, and, and uh, they attach right there on your golf bag. It, uh, it really is a great way to make sure that you're not asking the group behind you. Hey, did anyone find my towel? It's really great stuff. Go online and check them out at froggergolf.com. And let me also say, if you haven't checked out Bobby Jones Apparel lately, please go to bobbyjones.com and take a look at their summer clearance sale and their new fall arrivals. The Bobby Jones brand pays tribute to its namesake's achievements of excellence. You know, with their sportswear, it's thoughtfully designed to preserve that tradition. Plus, you can watch playing lessons from Bobby Jones that still hold true even to today. Great videos on their site. Go to bobbyjones.com see all of their great new apparel. I'm your host, Chris Mascaro, and this morning I have two really great guests that I'm excited to share with you. First up is going to be Scott White, and Scott is the, uh, the new president and CEO of Ben Hogan Golf, a brand that I think he was always destined to lead, and you'll see why I say that when we uh, walk through his career here in a few minutes. They've also got a great line of wedges, irons, and hybrids. I'm particularly intrigued by the technology and the construction of their PTX irons. We'll talk about all of that. Uh, when Scott joins me here in just a few minutes. Following him, we'll get a return visit from LPGA professional Cindy Miller. We'll talk to Cindy about her two appearances on the Golf Channel's The Big Break. We'll also talk about, you know, what it's like being in such a successful golfing family. Her husband, Alan Miller, was very successful out on the PGA Tour back in the 70s, having had 18 top 10 finishes and winning the 1974 Tallahassee Open. And their son played at Ohio State and Augusta State and outdueled Webb Simpson to win a collegiate tournament. So we'll talk about all of that, plus her time out on the LPGA Legends Tour now. Cindy's going to join me a little bit later in this half hour. So we're going to have a lot of fun this morning. I'm so glad that you're here to take the journey with me. And like I mentioned a moment ago, we're sponsored by the French Lick Resort, which is an absolutely spectacular place. They're uh, Pete Dye and Donald Ross Design Courses. We're ranked number one and number two in the state of Indiana by Golf Week. It was the site of last last year's senior PGA championship, and they just hosted the LPGA Legends Championship last week, which, again, we'll talk with Cindy Miller about a little bit later in the show. Go to FrenchLick.com to see for yourself how great it is and to book your stay. We are also sponsored by our friends over at the Leather Shop, makers of top-quality custom-made leather, dress, casual, and golf shoes. Folks, do your feet a favor and put them inside shoes. They're going to keep them feeling good and looking good all day long. You can find them online at d-leather-shop.com. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at the World Golf Village, located in historic St. Augustine, Florida. It's also the home of the World Golf Hall of Fame. My buddies and I, we did our annual golf trip down there a few weeks ago and had just a fabulous time. 
Folks, no matter the time of year or the length of your visit, the World Golf Village is sure to deliver a great experience with family and friends, and you're going to make memories that are going to last you a lifetime. I know we did. For more information, visit them online at worldgolfvillage.com or give them a call, 1-800-948-4653. Every week here, folks, on Next on the Two, you know I like to kick off the show by saluting the brave men and women that are serving in every branch of our military who are tuning in around the world on the Armed Forces Radio Network. We want to thank all of you for the daily sacrifices that you and your families are making to protect our freedoms and our liberties. We also want to thank our veterans for all that you and your families have done for us over the years. It's through your strength and your efforts that our way of life is even possible. Folks, if you see a member of our military when you're out and about in your daily lives, whether you're in the grocery store, you're at the airport, you're at a restaurant, wherever you may be, and you see a member of our military out there with you, please stop for a moment and tell them thank you. They are our true heroes. Our sincere thanks as well to Sean Cruz and all the wonderful folks over at the Armed Forces Radio Network. It is such an honor for us to have Next on the T be a part of your network. You can find our show by going to armedforcesradionetwork.org. And I also want to you know, continue to remind our veterans out there, please be sure to check out globalvoiceforveterans.org. It is such a great site with news and articles and a wealth of information specifically geared towards our veterans out there. I'm sure you're going to find it both interesting to you and beneficial. Again, globalvoiceforveterans.org. All right, now joining me on the French Lick Resort guest line is the president and CEO of Ben Hogan Golf, Scott White. Let me give you some more background on Scott. Going back to the early 90s, he was an account supervisor managing client relationships for Hill, uh, Hill Holiday, which is an advertising firm up in Boston. He was working with companies like Spalding Golf at the time. From 1994 to 2007, he worked for Callaway Golfers as a category management director for golf balls and footwear and later as a director of marketing communications. Mixed in there, he was responsible for this uh, successful reintroduction of the Ben Hogan brand and responsible for their P&L. We'll get more to that in a minute. From 2007 to 2009, he moved over to uh, TaylorMade Adidas Golf as their global senior director of product marketing and management and supervised their global marketing campaigns for Adidas Golf and Ashworth Performance Apparel and Footwear, plus Sunny's Outwear, uh, Outerwear, who uh, Dan Quinn was on uh, talking with us about uh, just a few weeks back. From 2009 to 2013, he was the director of sales and marketing for True Temper Sports. He moved over to become the owner and principal of Fenway Advisory Group, which is a consulting firm helping small to mid-sized firms better understand market opportunities and avoid, avoid obstacles that they can find. And back in March, he joined Ben Hogan Golf, and a month ago to the day, really, he was named their new president and CEO, and I'm honored to have him with me and next on the tee this morning. Good morning, Scott. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, my pleasure, Chris. Thanks for having me. So, Scott, before we get into all the golf stuff, I'm a, I'm a Red Sox fan, and when I see things like your time up in Boston back in the 90s and your consulting firm, Fenway Advisory Group, curious, Red Sox fan? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm kind of maniacal. Uh, we, my sons and I uh, really followed the Sox closely. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm in Carlsbad right now, and they're in town beginning tomorrow, or it's Monday. So uh, be, be uh, down at Petco and watching the hometown teams. Ah, good. Good for you. So, Scott, you know, as, as I was mentioning sort of at the top in the, in the brief introduction of you, it's, uh, it's interesting to me as I look back, you know, over your career, Ben Hogan Golf is something that, you know, keeps resurfacing, it seems, periodically throughout your career. I read that, you know, you started with Spalding Sports, you know, way back in the day and when they owned the Ben Hogan brand, and then you moved over to Callaway and were, you were responsible for sort of a brand relaunch there. And, and now here you are, your CEO of the brand that uh, has now gone through a second rebirth, if you will, back in uh, July of 2014. This seems like a role and a brand that, you know, you were sort of always destined to lead. Does it feel that way to you? Yeah, I'd like to think that way. I mean, it's always been an important part of my career, and and as you said, I've uh, I've touched it and been involved with the the brand for an, you know a number of times uh, at different companies, and I've just always had an affinity for it. I think it occupies a really special place in the game of golf, and I've been a, a fan of Mr. Hogan's career and, and and him personally for as long as I can remember. So to to be involved with Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company as many times as I have. I, I really feel uh, I really feel uh, lucky about that, and, and I'm I'm really thrilled about uh, now having the opportunity to 
to reintroduce it again, um, something I've done uh, in the past and, and had some success with. Yeah, I mean, it's it just it it looks like something you know that must be very special to you. I mean, you know, it's sort of like your baby, right? You've seen it in different iterations in its life cycle, and now you know, and now you know, you lead it. Uh, I'm curious as you look back, and you know, you've seen how the brand has sort of ebbed and flowed, and and now you're you know president and CEO of the company. What's that like for you? Well, first and foremost, it's a little—it's uh, a little overwhelming, to be honest with you. But it—it uh, is—it um, is a lot of fun. Um, you know, I think I have a pretty good handle on what brand is about and 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 what sort of products, um, you know, Mr. Hogan um, would want us to introduce. Uh, I'm certainly basing all of those opinions and and ideas on um, firsthand experience that people had had with Mr. Hogan. As a matter of fact, we have a number of people working with us now in Fort Worth that uh, were parts or, or were involved in the company when Mr. Hogan was running it. So we don't make decisions uh, carelessly or lightly. We, we, we go back pretty often and, and, uh, and really ask, well, you know, what would Mr. Hogan have wanted here? We're, we're really dedicated to his commitment to precision and uh, integrity and, and the way he would run a business. And, uh, you know, we try to keep all of those values true. So I feel like, um, Although I'm a little overwhelmed, I do feel like I've got uh, a lot of a lot of backup and support, and and in some ways have Mr. Hogan sort of looking over my shoulder. So it's uh, it's a, it's a good feeling. Yeah, I imagine that it is. You know, it, it, when you get to work every day, and I'm sure you go in your office, you sit down. I'm sure you've got different things of Mr. Hogan, you know, in and around the office everywhere, probably in your own office. When you when you look at that, and you you know you look at the legend that Mr. Hogan was, and now you know you know, you're in charge of his brand, you know, his name, if you will. I always know, I remember some of the quotes, you know, from Mr. Hogan, you know, the most important thing you have is your name. And and now you've got, you know, Ben Hogan's kind of stamped, you know, right there alongside of you. You, you sit back for a moment and look at that and go, wow, man, what, what an amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're very cognizant and I'm very, very aware of, uh, you know, the responsibility. I mean, you know, every product that comes out of the building out of the, uh, the manufacturing facility in Fort Worth has his name stamped on it. So, uh, you know, you do feel obviously a professional responsibility to run the company correctly, but also a personal responsibility to the, to mm-hmm. the man. So, um, you know, I, I, I take that, uh, you know, very seriously and, you know, as I said, rely on other people who've been involved in the company for a long time. One of our, our greatest allies is uh, Mike Wright, who's the uh, head professional at Shady Oaks Country Club, where Mr. Hogan played a lot of golf and later in his life. And uh, we rely on Mike uh, often for uh, his insights and, and, and feelings about everything from product development and design to just just programs and and, and ways of going to market. So uh, it's great to have those allies and assets available to me. And as you, you know, you sort of alluded to here, Scott, you know, as I was, you know, looking around and doing some of the research, you know, for our time together, I read that, you know, the senior leadership, you know, of the the new Ben Hogan Golf Company, if you will, has over 130 years of experience, you know, to like you said, going all the way back, you know, to the original Ben Hogan company. Talk about the value of having that much experience from the old brand and taking that now and, you know, spinning it into the new things that, uh, that you are, you're working on and trying to do. Yeah, we have, we have a really special uh, team in, in Fort Worth uh, made up of some really dedicated and energetic young people who are just sort of getting into the, to the, in the golf industry. And then we've got some, um, you know, some mature folks that have been around uh, Mr. Hogan and, and the company for, for years and years, and they're in very, you know, different parts of the business. We've got uh, a gentleman named Barry Simther, who was a sales representative for, for the Hogan company for, for many, many years, knew Mr. Hogan personally, and attended a lot of the sales meetings that Mr. Hogan ran. Steve Dreyer is our vice president of, of manufacturing and production. Um, he know you know, he worked at the Hogan company for Geez, I don't even know how many years it was, but I know he was there for, for a long time and understood, again, Mr. Hogan's commitment to precision and quality. And, you know, he, he feels an enormous sense of responsibility. You know, every every set of clubs that goes out the door, he feels like Mr. Hogan's uh, stamp of approval needs to be on them. So it's great to have, you know, him running all of the manufacturing and, and quality control. And then Barbara Coates um, is our uh, – 
really our office manager, for lack of a better term. She does a lot more than that. But Barbara was Mr. Hogan's uh, personal assistant for a number of years and got to know wow. him, uh, you know, very closely and um, you know understood him as a as a gentleman and and uh, you know how he liked to do things and. She keeps us in check uh, for sure when when feels like we're going off the rails on something or you know trying to move too quickly. Barbara is always the one that uh, helps us maintain our our sense of uh, integrity and and uh, commitment to Mr. Hogan's uh, history and heritage. And Scott, like you know, like we saw as we were walking through your career during your intro, you've been you've been in the golf industry for for at least twenty five years with some of the biggest brands in the game. And Scott, o- over the course of my career. I've been blessed to be around some really great people who taught me a great deal and helped me immensely. And I've also been around some folks that, that, that showed me how not to do things. When, when you look back at some of the places you've been and the people that you've been around, what are some of the, what are some of the good points that you're bringing with you from, from those, you know, those experiences and, and, you know, maybe some of the not so good points that you learned that, you know, you don't want to do now that you're in charge of, you know, the Ben Hogan company. Yeah, yeah, I certainly have uh, learned a lot over the past. Uh, I can't believe it's really been 25 years, but uh, I guess it has when you look at at the calendar. But um, you know, first and foremost, my, all of my greater experiences in the in the industry have come from you know a dedication to product and brand building first and foremost, and really understanding that you know, hey, this is a game, and and it's a you know what we're all trying to do is build products that will allow golfers to play better golf and enjoy the game more and and you know as soon as you lose sight of that um things get in my in my opinion get get wiggly in a hurry um mm-hmm. you know you, you just need to need to remember that you know we're trying to help every golfer whether it's somebody stepping on a tee for the first time or a, you know PGA tour player LPGA tour player you know improve and and, and enjoy what they're doing out out on the golf course um, and I've had, you know, the luxury, the, the great experience of, of being parts of companies that were, you know, really dedicated to that. You know, Mr. Calloway in particular, um, whom unfortunately I never met, but, you know, he was just absolutely laser focused on that. You know, he, he knew that, you know, building products that were going to allow people to play better golf was, you know, the foundation of everything we did. Um, you know, some of the things that, that I've been frustrated by recently, and it's I think it's just um, – uh, a byproduct of, of, you know, what's going on in the industry right now is, uh, you know, forcing products out into the market too quickly and, and being focused on, uh, you know, ever, you know, growing sales. Um, mm-hmm. I think that um, we need to be as an industry, you know, much more focused on, you know, the long-term health of, of the game and, uh, and helping our retail partners uh, manage inventories and, and, and be as, uh, as good partners as they can possibly be with their, their customers who are ultimately end consumers. So the business practices have changed fairly dramatically in the past 10 or 12 years. And, um, you know, at the Ben Hogan company in particular, we're, we're, we're not going to get caught up in, in the, you know, ongoing new product development cycles and forcing product yeah. into retailers. And, uh, you know, that's just not, not how we plan to do business. So, um, you know, it's 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 good. There's uh, overall though the industry is 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 a great place. There's there's you well know a lot of great people, and at the end of the day, it's fun, um, and that's uh, you can't lose sight of that. As soon as it becomes not fun, uh, it's time for for me or anybody else who's involved in the in the business to probably step outside of it. Yeah, and it, and, and you make a great point, Scott, about you know forcing product out into the market, and particularly you know for the for the retail chains, because it's it's starting to feel like as as a golf consumer, right? It's, it's almost starting to feel like the computer industry because just as you get one driver, it seems like a couple of months later there's a new better driver, right? And you know like six months later, you know it's almost like you're waiting. Should I buy this one? Should I wait because yeah. you know I, I feel like a, a new one's just right around the corner. Right? And now you got all these drivers and, you know, all the variations and that sort of thing. It is, I'm sure it's frustrating for, for the big, you know, the big chain retailers. I know PGA Tour Superstore is, is, a, is a great, you know, great friend of ours. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's just as equally as frustrating for the consumer because I don't know if I should buy it now because five minutes from now, a better one's probably going to be coming out. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, as a as a golf consumer myself, I've been frustrated by that. And and I guess if you you know if you if you read all of the marketing claims, we you know we'd all be hitting the drive you know 500 yard drives now because uh, <laughs> right. you know the 
the the newer ones are are claiming you know 15 18 yards longer than the previous version and you know the truth of the matter is the USGA and the RNA have have uh, protected the game by by putting limits on on you know on on, on driver design in particular so that uh, courses aren't obsoleted but um yeah i i, I think that that's a, that's a frustrating phenomenon for for both retailers and especially for consumers to your point and um uh, you know, we're not, as I said, we're not going to, we're not going to be in that, uh, we're not going to do business that way. Um, and, and I think actually you see the industry kind of backing away from that now. I think uh, dynamics have changed in, in just the past year or so. And, um, and, and companies are introducing product in a much more responsible manner when they're ready to be introduced and, and when they really do have a significant performance difference over the, the previous models. There's, there's less and less, you know, cosmetic changes uh, mm-hmm. more of the changes in, that are being introduced are, are substances. And speaking of products, Scott, let's, let's talk a little bit about your golf clubs. When, when I look at, you know, the Hogan, you know, TK wedges, your site says, you know, you completely re-engineered them to make them better to play on, on full shots, you know, better than other wedges. And those wedges are going to show us how much better, you know, a wedge player that we actually already are. And we just didn't know it. So take us through the TK wedges. What makes them so much better? Well, the, the first thing really is the fact that we make wedges in, in every loft from 48 degrees to 63 degrees. So um, you can, you know, we're committed to the what we call the precise loft system. And, mm-hmm. you know, what's happened in the, in, the, in the industry in the past few years is, you know, everybody has focused on the longest hitting six iron or the longest hitting seven iron. And, uh, you know, that's not um, – really the the best way for a golfer to improve his or her game. I mean, the fact that, you know, people can hit 180 yards, seven iron is, you know, that's great. But what happens now when you get up around the green, you you know, you lose because of the 14 club rule, you lose a lot of the scoring clubs. So we've uh, introduced sets that are much more precise, much more logical and fall within every, every club is a four degree separation from the previous club or the club after it. So if you have a 46-degree pitching wedge, now you can buy a 50-degree wedge, a 54-degree wedge, and a 58-degree wedge that will allow you to manage your distance gaps much more carefully. Um, and, and uh, you know, we've found that a lot with a lot of the serious players that are using our clubs, you know, that's really where they've picked up uh, and, and they've improved their scores and lowered their handicaps is, um, is by, you know, having much more tightly defined distance gaps in the short end of their set. Um, the TK wedges also have uh, uh, something called the V-sole, which um, is a, if you haven't tried it, is, is really an interesting uh, concept. It's, um, you know, it makes turf interaction really easy and, and allows for a lot more versatility out on the golf course. Um, you know, I wasn't, uh, and I'm not a great player, I'm an eight handicap, but I'll tell you, I, I was really surprised by the first time I started playing these, um, how much easier it was to hit shots solidly from, you know, either the, the rough or, or, you know, a hard, hard fairway. Um, you know, they're, they're just uh, really easy to get through the turf. And, um, uh, I would uh, I would highly recommend people tr- at least trying them. I think you'd be surprised by uh, by how much uh, easier they are to hit than maybe what you have in your bag now. And Scott, take us through the different iron variations that you guys have. You have the Fort Worth irons, the Fort Worth high, and the PTX irons. What 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 and you know what are they designed for? And I guess more importantly, who are they designed for? That uh, you know for our listeners, which one would you point in a you know direction depending on how well. Uh, you know, we play. Yeah, the the Fort Worth irons. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna not do a fantastic job of explaining them, but they're they're more of our traditional forge blades. They're not a traditional forge blade, but uh, contradict myself. They are, you know, they look like uh, a player's club. They're you know single piece design, single piece forging, um, but they've got you know much more mass behind the hitting area than you know a, a normal what people think of when they think of a blade. So they're actually very, very easy to hit um, and very solid. They have, uh, we have a um, kind of a product line extension called Fort Worth High. So in the longer irons, um, we've hollowed them out and made them very, very easy to hit. So people who struggle with a 
three iron or four iron, like, like most of us, uh, we have this Fort Worth high option. That is, uh, you know, we call it, we call it cheating. Uh, it's just, uh, <laughs> you know, these, these, these irons are so easy to hit. It, it feels like you're hitting a, you know, a, a much, much shorter iron because the ball gets up in the air so much more quickly and, uh, and, and lands so much more softly. So you can hold cranes from, you know, 180, 190, 200 yards out. So that's that's the first product that we launched back in 2006, uh, 15. I'm sorry, and then just uh, in the past couple of months, we launched the PTX irons, which are, I wouldn't call them a game improvement iron, but they are, uh, I don't have a better term, but a game enhancement iron, really for somebody who might be a, I hate to define it by handicap, but a, a six to a sixteen handicap. Um, mm. You know, they're they're. They are um, co-forged, meaning that they're multiple pieces, um, and we we optimize the the launch angles by moving uh, weight around in the middle of the club, um, specifically titanium. And you know, by doing that, we've managed to uh, consistently position the center of mass in the center of the club head where you're obviously supposed to hit the ball. So you get much better trajectories uh, from, from this iron than you would um, a cast iron, for example. I failed to say both the Fort Worth and the, and the PTX are, are forgings. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, they feel great. They look, they look even better, and, uh, and, and they just perform like nothing I've ever hit before. Um, we have so many you know, people who've been intimidated by the Ben Hogan brand and, and, and the name, and they feel like it's only for better players, and, and that's not the case at all, especially with PTX irons. They are uh, they are the real deal, very easy to hit, um, look great, and uh, and help people play better golf. And, it's, you know, and it's interesting, and you, and you mentioned this a moment ago, Scott, but, you know, the, the thing that I found uh, very interesting about the PTX irons is the, is the construction. You talked about the titanium core, that's so, you know sort of sandwiched in between some some carbon steel, uh, but then you but it's different right as you get to the higher lofted clubs. You, you mentioned it you know on some of the other on the on the Fort Worth irons that they're hollowed out. But so you've sort of got a hybrid there with how those irons are constructed as you sort of move down the iron you know from from the higher lofted irons to the lower after not, uh, lower lofted irons right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, we, we use uh, varying uh, weights of titanium in, in different placements throughout the set. Um, it's it's actually a very very interesting and, and a very technical story. Um, we're the only ones that are that are moving weight around this much weight around in this manner. Um, co-forging is something that's unique to the to the Ben Hogan brand and. Um, we have a, a great partner in in, uh, in our manufacturer of, of heads who helped us design this, and, and I'll tell you, it's a it's a complicated manufacturing process, but one that's well worth it. Um, when you hit the clubs, you, you, it, it all makes sense. It's um, just, just such a solid feel, and uh, you know, the, in addition to the feel, they're just, they're just surprisingly forgiving for uh, for a forging. I mean, they uh, they just um, you know the ball goes, and uh, it doesn't matter what kind of lie you have or which iron in your set you're using, whether it's a short iron or a long iron, they're all they're very, very consistent as well. And Scott, the other thing that I love about your site, BenHoganGolf.com, is your online fitting tool. Walk us through how that works. Yeah, it's uh, we call it the Online Performance Center, and it's a uh, it's a program, um, you know, one that's taken a lot of uh, time and energy and, and data, quite honestly, to to, to develop and um, it takes uh, it takes a bit of time to get through it. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest; it's probably a 15-minute commitment. But um, you go in and, and you you know plug in a lot of information about uh, how you play now, how you want to play, um, you know the kinds of shot shapes that you're looking for, and and, uh, and and there's a lot of different information. But at the end of the day, at the end of the 15 minutes or however long it takes, it, it spits out really a prescription for. Um, you know what kind of irons from from our assortment would would best fit you. Um, what sort of, uh, of shafts would work for you as well, and then it goes into the precise loft um, uh, prescription as well. Here, here's how we think your your bag should be set up um, in the in the individual lofts again from from 22 degrees up to uh, 63, um, and I think that's you know, pretty eye-opening to people to realize, wow, I can hit now consistently, you know, have consistent loft gaps between my, my long irons and my short irons. Um, it's a, it's a really, uh, it's a really fun program and, and well worth the time. 
So Scott, as as we look into the future, what's uh, what's coming up? What's next for uh, Ben Hogan Golf? We have a lot of great things in development right now. Uh, you know, we are as as uh, we've talked about, a, a, we have a pretty tight product line right now. Um, just a couple of sets of irons, some wedges. Uh, we've got some hybrids as well, which are, are really fantastic uh, VKTR hybrids. You know, we're going to end up, we are going to uh, expand our product line going into 2017, but again, in a, in a responsible way. We've got some, uh, you know, some great uh, metal woods in development, fairway woods. Um, we're going to get into the uh, accessories business in a responsible way. You know, we, we've had so many consumers call us and say, hey, I, I really love this brand. I want to be a part of it. I want to carry your bag and wear your hat and, and your towel. And, you know, we've we've only had limited offerings in that area. But you know, again, it's it's all about doing this in the right way. We're not going to try to, uh, you know, out title this titleist or out Callaway Callaway and you know, be the biggest, <laughs> the biggest and best brand, you know, biggest brand but the best brand. Um, you know, we we know we have a certain niche and, and opportunity, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be a, a boutique brand for for uh, the foreseeable future, which is exactly exactly what we we always envisioned uh, the Ben Hogan company to be. So. We're really optimistic and excited. I think we we occupy a unique space in the in the golf industry right now. You know, we're not trying to be everything to everybody. Um, you know, we know who we are and, and who our customers are, and uh, you know, we're we're laser focused on on that serious golfer right now. So, Scott, how can our listeners stay up to date with all the all the great things that you guys are doing and the great things going on at Ben Hogan Golf, whether it's uh, online or over social media? Well, I'd, I'd urge everybody to visit BenHoganGolf.com, as you, as you mentioned. The online fitting tool is a, is a, is a, a lot of fun, a great experience. Um, you know, once you go through that, um, you can you can opt in, or actually you can opt out of our database, and, and then we'll, you know, we'll stay in touch that way through various newsletters and uh, and other communications that we send out on a regular basis. We're also, you know, very active on on Facebook and, and Twitter and. Um, uh, there's an opportunity for you to to follow us on those uh, social media platforms. So uh, I would I would urge people to uh, visit the website or, or or like us on social media. We've uh, we've got a great team of people that you know committed to to letting everybody know all the great and fun things that are happening at the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company. That's fantastic, Scott. Thank you so much for getting up early out there in California to to be a part of the show. I hope you'll come back again soon to you know update us on all the things you're doing, what new things are coming out, what we can look forward to, and and just you know what's happening there at Ben Hogan Golf. You've been fantastic. Well, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate you having me on, and happy to come back anytime uh, anytime you'd like me to, no matter yeah, how we're it. <laughs> I appreciate that, Scott. All the best to you, your family, and everyone at Ben Hogan Golf. I look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Thanks again, Chris. Have a great weekend. You too. That is Bye. Scott White, the president and CEO of Ben Hogan Golf, and uh, and folks like uh you know like he was talking about, and like I've you know gone online to see their their site is fantastic. Again, BenHoganGolf.com. You know, you take a look at their irons and and uh, and their wedges. Boy, they really are you know intriguing to me. That you know when I was kind of you know perusing through and watching some of the videos, they kind of walk you through the different irons and what they do and, you know, and what they're good for, boy, those PTX irons, just, you know, the construction that they have looks fantastic. The blades for the Fort Worth irons and the Fort Worth high look, you know, look fantastic as well. I think it's going to be a very exciting time uh, for Ben Hogan golf over the next several months. And then, you know, well into the future, I think Scott's fantastic as you heard, you know, him describe through it. And it's just, it's, it's so intriguing to me how his career has been intertwined with the Ben Hogan brand. And it has, you know, sort of come all the way to the point now where, uh, where he's leading that company. I think that's something, like I said, that was destined to happen. And I think it's in great hands and uh, he's going to be doing great things with the company. And, and uh, you know, the, the second rebirth, if you will, of the Ben Hogan brand is going to be the most successful one of all. And I, I look forward to having Scott come back on the show and uh, hopefully talking more about it here in the not too distant future. All right, uh, we're going to get to, hopefully, Cindy Miller will be, uh, be around to join us. We're going to do that I, you know, on the other side of these words from our friends over at the uh, Salute Military Golf Association and our very good friend, Jim Estes, who has been doing some really great things there. The Salute Military Golf Association was created to provide rehabilitative golf experiences to the brave men and women who have been wounded while serving our country. 
Hi, I'm Jim Estes, PGA Golf Pro and co-founder of the Salute Military Golf Association. With my adaptive golf program, we've successfully helped thousands of soldiers in their recovery, both mentally and physically. The SMGA has been providing family-inclusive golf experiences across the country since 2007. To date, the SMGA has equipped more than 1,000 warriors with properly fitted golf clubs and has extended its clinic series to more than eight chapter and affiliate locations across the U.S. If you are a wounded veteran interested in participating or if you'd like to learn more about the Salute Military Golf Association and find a chapter closest to you, visit our website at smga.org. We've seen firsthand how impactful golf can be in aiding one's recovery. The Salute Military Golf Association, empowering wounded veterans one fairway at a time. Visit smga.org. That's smga.org. Raise your game to new heights and performance. With a brand that's been known for style, character, and excellence for the last 25 years. The Bobby Jones Company. We have an inspired collection of products that capitalize on fabric technology to deliver a modern look and performance while honoring the legacy of Bobby Jones. And while we deliver on the promise of enduring style, we also work hard to earn your respect your trust, your business, and just as important, your long-term friendship. Communicate that you're here to stay by wearing clothes from a brand that has enduring style and presence, the Bobby Jones Company. Check out all of our great styles by going to bobbyjones.com. Now's the time to plan that golf getaway you've been dreaming about at French Lick Resort. We have new Golf Academy packages for 2016, guaranteed to take your game to the next level. Try our one-day Quick Fix Academy for golf emergencies. For more in-depth learning, try the Game Changer, designed to make you a better player. Our staff professionals are ready to work with you at French Lick Resort. Did you know there's only one place in the country that you can play courses designed by two members of the World Golf Hall of Fame on the same property? The Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lick Resort make us an ultimate golf destination for 2016. Check out the Ultimate Golf Package, the Hall of Fame Package, and other great offerings at FrenchLick.com. Let 2016 be that year you finally take your dream golf getaway at French Lick Resort. Play the courses champions play. All right, now joining me on the Seymour Putters guest line is Cindy Miller. Let me give you some more background on Cindy. She's from Dunkirk, New York, which is about 45 miles southwest of Buffalo, which means it's about to start snowing up there any minute, I'm sure. And help, you know, and she helps give you know instant clarity to why perhaps she was a walk-on golfer at the University of Miami. There, there she became an All-American in her senior year. She served as team captain and helped her team win back-to-back national championships in 1977 and 78. She qualified for the LPGA Tour in 1979. She played on tour for a few years before she met her husband, PGA Tour, or, uh, yeah, PGA Tour Pro Alan, uh, Alan Miller. She later devoted her time to being an instructor and became one of the best at it. She was named LPGA Teacher of the Year in 2010, and Golf Digest named her as one of the top 50 women teachers in America. She was a contestant on two of the Golf Channel's Big Break seasons, the Big Break 3 Ladies Only and the Big Break 7 Reunion. She's also published several books. She currently competes on the LPGA Legends Tour, and I am very excited to say that that she is with me here and next on the tee this morning. Good morning, Cindy. Thank you for joining me. Good morning, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Cindy, I, I, want, I want to go all the way back. Let's start at the beginning. You know, when you first decided, you know, that you know, golf was going to be something for you, when did that happen, and who put the golf club in your hand for the first time? My parents were members of the country club, and I was dragged to the pool every weekend, and I got a little chubby in my adolescence years, and I everybody started calling me Ten Ton Tessie. <laughs> so I, I quickly found an aversion to the pool and thought, well, if I've got to be at the golf course, I guess I'll go play golf. And I started to play and got serious about it when I was about 15. 
And when I was 17, my mom and her friend took me to an LPGA tour event in um, Buffalo, and it was there that I caught the bug. I immediately thought, wow, I want to do this. I saw these beautiful golf shoes and golf swings and (laughs) golf bags and clothes, and Laura Ball was my inspiration. That's fantastic. So what what makes you leave upstate New York to be a walk-on all the way down at the University of Miami and become a part of their golf team? Did you really just ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought, but I wanted to confirm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Um, well, I, uh, I, I wasn't good enough to be on the team. And I wrote to the school and the head coach, Norm Parsons, God bless him, he, he said, you know what, you're really not good enough to be on our team, but if you've got the courage to come down here and try – we're going to let you try, and I did, and my dad told me if you don't get a scholarship after the first year, you can't go back because it's too expensive, mm-hmm. and I um, I got a full ride my last three years, and I qualified to play on the team, and the rest is history, so I must really thank Norm Parsons for sticking and keeping to his word because without him, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, as I was doing the research on you, Cindy, I mean, you had a 14 handicap at the time, and I think the other girls on the team that were playing at the University of Miami were fives or less. And, and I'm curious, you know, based on the letter and all that sort of thing, to your point, if Norm had politely said, you know, no to your request to try out, does, does your life go in a completely different direction, or would you just, you know, walked on somewhere else and played college golf and things might have stayed the same for you? You know, I'm not sure, but I had written – as funny as it seems, when you when the dream's big enough, the facts don't count, I don't think. Um, I wrote to Golf Digest magazine and the Ben Hogan Company, and I asked them where colleges were that had women's golf teams. And they actually wrote back to me, snail mail, and the only two schools I remember on the list were Odessa Junior College in Texas and the University of Miami. And I, you know, being from Buffalo, Texas didn't sound appealing to me, but the University of Miami, better known as Suntan U, truly did. I think if Norm <laughs> would have said no, I probably would have sought another avenue, but yeah. I'm so grateful that he didn't and that I was able to have that experience because it truly helped me move. I mean, it changed my whole life. And I read while you were down there, Bob Toski actually became one of your mentors. Talk about how you met up with Bob and what he instilled in you. Well, you know, it's funny. He was teaching at a public driving range, kind of like we're doing now, and and he would have all these big high rollers and, you know, business people come down from New York City and pay him all this money to take lessons, and I would just sit and listen. And it's funny, when you're really hungry, you become a sponge, and you soak up all the information. And, and our junior year, Nationals was going to be in Hawaii. And I was always fluctuating between the fifth and sixth player on the team. And my mission was to make it to Hawaii. You know, who doesn't want a free trip to Hawaii to represent right. the college team? So I, I had a little meeting with Bob Toski, and I said, you know, I would really, I really want to make the team, but I don't have enough money to pay you. Can I help around the range? and do whatever I need to, and will you give me lessons? And he said, absolutely. And sometimes I think you wow. have to have the courage to reach out. And it's funny because I did qualify to be in the top five to go to Hawaii, and in a week before we were ready to leave, my dad happened to pass away. When I got back to Buffalo, my dad was in intensive care, and he was in a coma, and it was so sad because I just, it was like, you know, the warrior was coming back to the king to say, I got the prize. You know, I won the battle and I'm going to play. And, and when I told him that, he just kind of squeezed my hand like, I'm not here, but I'm here and I know that you did it. And I'm so proud of you. Um, so it's it's funny. You have to, you have to be, you have to want something bad enough that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it. And I guess that's what I would like to instill in my students, you know. And it doesn't matter if you if you just want to break 100 or, you know, you want to get the ball in the air. Golf is hard, but you have to be willing to put in the effort 
and and have the courage to fail. So. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's it's interesting. You know, we we talk a lot on this show, Cindy, about the mental side of the game. And and looking over your website, there are you know a lot of what you teach resol- revolves around you know the mental side of the game. And we talk about that subject so often because you know it, you know as we heard from Bobby Jones to Ben Crenshaw to everybody, you know, so much of the game is in that five inch space between our ears. And 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 Norm Parsons once called you like a mental motivator, even back then. And said, you know, you would just not accept failure as an option. Talk about, you know, that and how you instill that in your students now. Again, I've never met anyone who's tried to miss it on purpose, you know, whether it be a ball or their life, you know. Um, No one is born and says, oh, I want to murder people and become a drug addict and rot in jail. So there's always a why behind the what. And it's funny, I'm teaching today, and I've got a young girl who's a junior in college or a junior in high school wanting to play golf in college. And, and, and talking to her this morning, I think she's afraid of failing. And moms and dads put so much pressure on their kids to be everything to everybody. And you just can't do that. You've got to find your own path and figure out what is it that you want, what are your skills and talents, what do you need to learn, and are you okay with it? And if you're not, if you get that ucky yucky feeling in your tummy, something's not right, and you have to pay attention to it. It's just it's Alan and I are totally opposites. My husband, he played in the Masters five times, and he was on three Walker Cup teams uh, or two Walker Cup teams and uh, a World Cup team, and he was the star that was recruited by everybody, and and I was the underdog who was a walk on. And his dad, you know, put so much pressure on him to perform, you know, he ended up drinking for Liquid Courage on tour. And once we went from being, you know, having dinner at Bob Hope's house to teaching golf at a public driving range in Buffalo, New York, I mean, the pressure got to him and and he tried to commit suicide because he thought he was a total failure. So, I mean, this is a really big deal to us to make sure that you're okay with who you are and what you're doing and where you're going. And it's more than a game. It's like, how do you live your life, really? Yeah, and that's that's an that's an amazing story because you know, looking you know at your husband's career, and you know, he was a, quite an accomplished golfer on the PGA Tour. He won the nineteen seventy four Tallahassee Open. He had eighteen top ten finishes, tied for fifteenth at you know one of the greatest Masters of all time in nineteen seventy five when Nicholas outdoored Wise, you know, outdueled uh, Weisskopf and Miller. So. Uh, it's interesting, you know, that that kind of pressure from from a parent could, you know, could lead a guy who had so much talent and was really an accomplished player to get down that path. How did he overcome that? Well, you know what? He figured out that it, all the voices that he was listening to in his head, you know, they weren't really the truth. And and that was a conversation I had an hour ago with, you know, this young girl. I said. You know, mom and dad can't live your life for you. You have to live your life. And so I just, it's near and dear to our heart that people realize that, you know, I believe they happen to be a gift from God and that, you know, everybody's here for a reason. And there are certain things that you're good at. Everybody gets to be good at something. And so it's the mission to find out what you're good at and then be happy with that path. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. You know, you got to hit balls. you got to practice. But... There's a path and a plan, and, and you can produce. And, you know, I wanted to be a tour star. I wanted to be, you know, Julie Inkster and Nancy Lopez. Well, that wasn't what I was supposed to be. You know, I was, I'm fortunate that I get to play with them now on the Legends Tour once in a while, but, you know, I'm not a superstar. But I help normal people be better, and I love doing it. And, and to that to that point, Cindy, when when – when you've got a new student that's getting introduced to you, and, you know, as you mentioned the word path, I mean, we all have a different path to success. We all learn differently. How do you go about trying to, you know, size up a student, help that person, and figure out the best way to get the best out of them? Well, you know, it's funny because once when Alan and I were going through all our struggles, I went to a seminar, and the woman was talking about how her husband drove her nuts. So, of course, I sat up and paid attention, right? I'm like, oh, I like this woman. And she wrote a book called Personality Plus. 
Her name was Florence Wittower. So, of course, I bought the book, read the book, took the test for me, took the test for Alan, and read off all of his weaknesses to him. And then it was a delayed intelligence attack, and I thought, wow, you can't help yourself. I thought you acted like this on purpose just to drive me crazy. And <laughs> that wasn't the case. It was what who, who he is. So I'm more like Suzanne Patterson and Tiger Woods, and he's more like uh, Ernie Els and Jason Duffner. And, and we clash, but again, I fall in love with his strengths, which once you marry them, now they become weaknesses and you point them out to them. Well, I want to get certified. <laughs> Yeah, so the long story of it is I want to get certified in this behaviors. So I am now a certified behavior, motivation, judgment, and emotional intelligence specialist. I also, when my students come in, I give them an assessment on an, how do they learn. Are they audio, visual, or kinesthetic? So each person, I want to know who they are. It doesn't matter who I am. I have to teach them in their language. So it's very important that not only I know who they are, but they know who they are. So we do this with college teams. We do this with corporations. You know, I've got corporate training things I do for Microsoft, Merck, Yates Insurance, the Hartford. People need to know who they are. And once they understand that and their strengths and weaknesses and what they need to work on, everybody gets along better. Number one, you get along with yourself better. And number two, you get along with everybody you work with better. And once the elephant gets exposed, it almost becomes a joke. So we can laugh at it instead of want to kill mm-hmm. people. So, so when you, that's what I do with students. So when when you, your students have success, now I mean lear, learning, you know, having seen what your husband went through as a young person, and you know how you know you developed, and watching your students, how do you know? It, do you take? Do you take? I have to take a step back and look at you know, look at them. So you don't. You're not that now. The parent putting a bunch of pressure on them. How do you make the game fun for them? So it's it's not a pressure packed, you know, high expectations and oh my goodness, I failed to do this or that. How do you make it fun for them? Oh, definitely. I'm U.S. Kids certified, so that and I'm Titleist Performance Fitness and Junior certified. So that's number one. Is it's got to be fun. And we do, you know, water balloon fights. We do obstacle courses. We do tic-tac-toe putting. We we do big break challenges. We do all kinds of stuff that's fun. But what they know, without a doubt, is that we love them. And what they shoot has nothing to do with who they are. And, again, we've never met anyone who's tried to miss it on purpose. So if they're really serious about it, we ask them, okay, why did that happen? It's okay if you make bad swings. He or she who misses the best without getting kicked wins. But you <laughs> need to know yourself, you know, did I miss that because I wasn't comfortable? Did I miss that because I didn't pay attention to what I was doing? Did I make a bad decision? Was I not committed to the decision? You can see that on, on the PGA and LPGA Tour. You can tell when people back off, you know, they're not sure. Watch Keegan Bradley. You know, it, it, he makes you nervous watching him. <laughs> you know, watch Tiger at his best. It's like he's a laser-driven maniac. You know, you can really see who someone is if you just watch them. So mm-hmm. we we try to make it fun. Uh, we've got parents that I've said, look, if you don't stop, I'm going to duct tape your mouth. You're going to make your kid crazy. I've got a 7-year-old little girl that I teach who plays in the U.S. Kids Golf Tournament, and the final tournament of the year, she shot 30 for nine holes. Wow. 30. Yeah. Now, her father, they got new clubs for that are a little bit long. I want her to start working on the new clubs. I want her to hit it further. I'm like, whoa, they're too big. They're too heavy. Tell me what your fear is. You already have the best seven-year-old player in the Northeast. What are you afraid of, Dad? Right. Because she can feel your fear. You need to stop. Yeah. So I'm the protector, the advocate. We both, yeah. you know, Alan and I both are, because again, we're the only married couple in the world that have played on the PGA Tour, the LPGA Tour, the Champions Tour, and the Legends Tour. So we know our expertise comes in playing this game for a living, and right. we know what it can do for you, to you, and for you. Right. So wherever you want to go, we have been. And to that so point, we share Cindy. our experience. 
for for our listeners, you know, um, who are going to head out to the golf course, you know, later today, you know, tomorrow, whenever, what what are a couple of things, you know, that you can help us with in our minds, you know, get to get our minds right as we face adversity on the course, whether it's either you walk up and you got a bad lie or you've just, you know, you just had a bad hole and you're trying to get your mind right for the next hole. What are some things that we can keep in mind to help us, help us improve while we're already out there? Well, what I would say is, number one, each shot is a new challenge. And and what are you doing out there? Are you trying to shoot a score? Are you trying to hit it better? Are you trying to be more consistent? Most people just want to be more consistent. Well, the definition of consistent is doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So let's pay attention to what you're doing. And let's pay attention to what you want. You know, do you want to just hit it better? You could probably take half swing from tee boxes that, you know, you should be playing from and break 90 or shoot 90 with just a half swing. You know, people say, oh, i got to hit my driver better. Well, maybe you just need to hit it straighter. Maybe you don't need to hit your driver. So I think it's perspective. Yeah. You know, let's just stop and think about what are you really thinking about. And you're probably trying way too hard, and you don't need to do everything you think you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's easier than you think. They're simple solutions. Cindy, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to be a part of the show. Let our listeners know how can they follow you both online and over social media to get the most out of their games. Well, thanks, Chris. This has been a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Cindy Miller Golf. My website is CindyMillerGolf.com. My email is Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com if you have any questions. And I'm on Facebook at Cindy Miller Golf, and LinkedIn is Cindy Miller. So I thank you so much for having me, and I would love to hear from anybody who has any questions about anything. That's great. Cindy, thank you so much for all of that. You're fantastic. I hope you'll come back and join me again sometime. There's so many questions that I'd love to, love to get your perspective on because uh, you're great. Well, thanks, Chris. It's been a pleasure, and I'll be back anytime you want me. I appreciate that. Cindy, take care. All the best to you, Alan, and the rest of your family. I look forward to the opportunity to catch up with you again soon. Thanks, Chris. Have a great day. All right. You too, Cindy. That's LPGA Pro and Top 50 instructor Cindy Miller. Great stuff. Holy cow. I can't believe the story about her, you know, her husband, Alan, and what he you know, came, you know, overcame and the things that she was able to do and great tips in there. Look forward to getting Cindy back on the show real soon. It's time for me to put a bow on this episode, my friends. Before we close up shop, you did hear about our friends over at the Sloop Military Golf Association. Please check them out online to get more information and to see how you can get involved. You can find them at smga.org. And I want to send along my sincere thanks to Scott White for making today's show so much fun for me to be a part of. I hope you enjoyed our time with Scott. Please also check out our sister show, Thursday Night Tailgate, with me and my co-host Bob Lazari and our announcer, Joe LaGenusa. That show airs live every Thursday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can stream it live on Blog Talk Radio as well as the Armed Forces Radio Network. That show, like this one, is also available on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, Player.fm, SoundCloud. We are all over the net. On Thursday Night Tailgate every week, we are joined by legended stars from around the NFL and the CFL. Please check out both shows on Facebook. Give us a like. That's very important to us as well. You can find us online at nextonthetea.net and thursdaynighttailgate.com. You can stream or download any of our archive episodes for free and keep up to date with who some of our future guests are going to be on both sites. Again, thank you for joining me today. We appreciate you all so very much. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends. You've been listening to Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro, where PGA and LPGA legends, pros and top instructors, and media members go to tell their stories. Join us the same time every Saturday to hear more stories about the game we love from the people who love sharing those stories with you. It's all about the great game of golf. It's all about the great game of golf. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be hard. 
like early 90s heavy metal art. I'm yelling and screaming and I'm loud. Roar. Geico makes it easy. You can review and update your policy or report a claim on geico.com or the Geico mobile app. Because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives? I'm not even upset about anything! It's fall. Time to get focused, gear up, and get ready at Cabela's Fall Great Outdoor Days. Save 30% on select herders, hunting boots, and waders. Get $50 off a Diamond Infinite Edge Pro Bow Package. 20% off all in-stock Barnes ammo. And take 30% off Cabela's Camp Kitchens, Furniture, and Cots. Fall is here, so don't miss Cabela's Fall Great Outdoor Days in-store and at cabelas.com.